Hey kids, it's your old pal Gorag the Slayer. How the fuck you doing? Tonight's broadcast, podcast, as usual, just like every other podcast we do, is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. LoneStarButtons.com is a custom pin-on-button company owned by one Adam Stimpy Jones. Adam Stimpy Jones is not to be trifled with, but he would never hurt a customer. Not with his teeth, anyway. Besides, he's dedicated to ultimate customer service. So why shop at LoneStarButtons.com? Hmm, do you like money? Do you want to give more money away than you need to? I didn't think so. This guy has the best, I'll fucking say it, the best prices on the internet. They're straight out of 1998. Not only that, but if you mention the show, he'll throw in some extra buttons for free. Can anybody else beat that? Anybody? Anybody? I didn't think so. Lone Star Buttons has buttons in multiple sizes and shapes. All of their materials are made in the USA at a reasonable cost, and they also do international shipping. So to make your custom button a reality, you can email Adam Stimpy Jones at info at LoneStarButtons.com. Or you can call that dude at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gorag sent you and you want to suck in his hairy tits. What's next on the chopping block? Oh yeah, if you, the listener, I'm talking to you, you... Uh, if you want to, if you want to take part in the show, you can email us at rotwpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us friend questions, news stories, um, people using the bathroom next to you, uh, that are being recorded without their permission or consent. Um, you can send us dick pics. If you want to send us dick pics in the subject line, put pics for Brennan and, uh, everything else will go into the slush pile. Everything gets read. Everything. Maybe not by us, but for sure by the NSA. Anyway, company pre-recorded live from Atomic Age Studio in beautiful Pasadena, Texas. It's the re- It's the Revenge of the World. It's the Revenge of the World podcast with Gabriel fucking Beater and bitchin' Brennan Birch. Minimize that shit, Brennan. Uh, you want to look at yourself? No, not at all. Never. Um, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Revenge of the World, episode 85. I'm Gabe, some dude Dieter, and with me is bitchin' Brennan Birch. Hello. Hello. What's up, Brennan? Oh, nothing much. I just watched a really depressing documentary about a religious cult, and now we're doing a podcast. <laughs> Here we go. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn, sweet and low, your your cancerous deliciousness yep. is going to be the death of me. All those rats didn't die in vain. Mm-hmm. Um, so you watched a documentary, and now you're depressed. Or <laughs> uh, well, no, you were depressed. Then you watched a documentary, and now you're hopelessly depressed. It's it's all just kind of a it's all a kind of a, a continuum of depression that is my life. So you know, nothing is really better or worse. It's just and you'd rather talk about that than diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on, man. <laughs> Let's let's bring you let's bring the best out in you today, okay? <laughs> All right. From the other side of your body. Yeah. Uh I don't know. 
What was the uh, tell us about the documentary you watched? Oh, it was just about this uh, this religious cult that this guy started. Uh, that all starts out, you know, super idyllic, a bunch of young happy people. What's Come, the documentary called? It's called Holy Hell. It's on Netflix Holy right now. Holy Hell. Okay. Like, yeah, it's it's uh, you know these kind of young people in the eighties. They're kind of new agey, kind of hippie, kind of Eastern religiony. They're all hanging out in the woods. They run around. They dance around. They have a good time, and then it's all fun and games until Earth the, people. Yeah, you know, they're 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 just kind of happy Hari Krishna types, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's all fun and games until the leader of the cult decides that you know he needs to sexually dominate everyone, as is pretty much par for the course with every religious cult that has ever happened. I think it's part of the uh, it's just part of the game plan. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Like rather than develop a personality, he's just gonna start hypnotizing people. I and... think I think Jim Jones did that too. Yeah, Jim Jones did. Yeah, they they all do. Uh, what was his name Koresh? Uh, Koresh, yeah. Well, I mean, he did women though, right? Well, he stole he stole girlfriends and wives. Supposedly, I mean, there there was there was there were a lot of differing accounts. Uh, actually, it's really interesting in that documentary they do get into David Koresh because uh, they were in California for a while. This cult, and then they they relocated to Austin, yeah. and. Uh, the leader was always like really paranoid about, you know, like the cult, uh, the cult awareness network and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Cause like, like coming down on him and he used to joke about it. Like, haha, everyone thinks I'm a cult or it's a cult. You know, you're following a guy in a speedo because he was like this, like they're all, they, all these people were like super, he like, was a fitness guru. Yeah. They were, they were all like super like athletic fit people. Like the guy was like a professional ballet dancer and an actor like in the sixties and stuff like that. Oh, wow. So everybody in this cult was just like, you know, super like physically fit and they were, you know, kind of ideal attractive people you know right. it, it was very much kind of conditioned that way like it, it was a part of the religion to take care of your body and like you know eat well and you know which is you know like starting out the thing seemed really pleasant and great they always do <laughs> like every, they always do it was just a bunch of happy people like hanging out in the woods and you know scampering around naked in the water and having a good time and then yeah you know somebody goes crazy and there's, there's always too much of a good thing <laughs> exactly yeah so but yeah like uh, getting back to that like the guy was uh you know they, they just relocated to austin and then waco happened 100 miles away so oh. just like oh god <laughs> wow. but yeah it was it's, it's, it's a great documentary I, I recommend that people watch it like if you have even like a passing interest in religion or cults or you know just people in general it's oh i have story. more than a passing interest in it well i was talking to the people at home okay sorry <laughs> um yeah <laughs> I don't want to say they're my heroes, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, what's the worst thing you could do as as a host of a show? Yeah, if you if you want to, I'm lost today. You know, today's Monday. We usually do this thing on Sunday. Yes, it is. I've had, I've been so busy doing shit, uh, and then the breaks were put on on the other stuff, and then we're doing this the day after we're supposed to. Right. My brain is like, man, we'll be lucky if we get through this. <laughs> okay. Wow. So what have you been doing that's been keeping, like, keeping you so busy? Video stuff, man. It's all video. I did, I, I have a project that I'm working on mm-hmm. for our YouTube channel, yeah. and hopefully it'll be coming out in a couple weeks. Right. Uh, and it, you're going to look at it, and you're gonna, I sent you a picture of what I was yeah, working it's, on. Yeah, it's very exciting. Uh, I cannot wait to see this. <laughs> well, don't spoil it. <laughs> uh, you might w- not want to be so excited because uh, the amount of work that you put into doing something on video does not equal what you get out of it. Um, and it's not a bad thing. It's just I'm shooting for something that's like uh, late night TV quality. You know? Ah, uh, well. Like VHS fucking <laughs> 1990s uh, USA up all night quality. Okay, well, I mean, the technology is there at this point. Mm-hmm. You, you can produce something of that quality with a webcam. Yeah, but it's just the time that you have to put in. You yeah, know? yeah. To 
it's like animation. Like right. to to come out to thirty seconds of of animation, you have to put in four hours of work. You know? Right. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I'd much rather be talking to people than uh, creating something visually like that. I've always been scared of motion, like uh, like animation. Mm-hmm. Um, doing video and i don't know why it's just uh i've kind of stayed away from it on purpose because i know i did video uh projects in college and i knew how much time it took right and then you know 90 percent of that ends on the cutting room floor and you end up with uh a commercial length piece of video for (laughs) months worth of work wow it's crazy well you were also working like when did you graduate college like 99 yeah so like you were working in a very different environment than what we're working in today. oh yeah <laughs> no god i could not do like can you imagine things. having to deal with those render times today no no like there, there would be no point yeah oh man i was telling uh thomas on mm. our uh pa on the on the video projects that uh when I was in school, around finals time, people would sleep in the fucking classroom yeah. because their projects would be rendering like mm-hmm. eight hours at a time. Yeah. So they would just sleep while the, the project rendered. And sometimes you would have crashes. Like oh, the max, the max were so inadequate yeah. that uh, they just couldn't handle it, and they would crash in the yeah. middle of it. So, I mean, that was what like the first generation of like the G fours, right? No, before that. Oh wow, before that, <laughs> you're talking about like the power, uh, the power max. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. I remember having a G three, and it was just even that was like a piece of garbage. But... I had a G four. Yeah. And like it was nothing compared to what we have today. Yeah. It's crazy, crazy days. But yeah, that that's not the part i'm complaining about the the rendering and the the technical aspect of it's never been easier Mm. but the shooting video doing the audio for it it, it's just really tricky and it's a long process yeah it's it's definitely a team project (sighs) definitely definitely um i mean I'm, i'm kind of in the early stages of that myself i'm working on a little bit of an animation project i'm keeping under wraps until it's done but like i just was i was was experimenting with the audio today and it's like just sitting down and just figuring out, you know, how to even get what you want to get. It's just, it's really like labor intensive. It's like the act, the act of actually sitting down and like recording lines or whatever is very easy. But like the production is the worst part, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. I don't want to go on about it, but uh, that's the most frustrating part for me right now. Yeah. Is everything shot. Everything's edited. I started doing the overdub and it's going okay. Mm. There's just a lot of gaps that I need to fill. So I have to keep working on that. Yeah. And it's a 20 minute project and it's taking probably around four days to do. Well, does it need to be 20 minutes? The length, the running time isn't the problem. Okay. That's that's just what it ended up being uh, completed. Okay. But it's just, it's a project. And uh, I always try to finish my projects when I start them, but I don't like this one. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'm learning a lot and the next one will be easier. Yeah, the first one's always... Process-wise. Yeah, the first one's always the biggest hurdle, so... Yeah. Um, we'll work it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll fix it. I, I hope it comes out because just that photo you sent me, like, I looked at it and I just cracked up laughing. <laughs> <laughs> because I knew exactly what it was yeah. <laughs> like when I saw it. Awesome. <laughs> um... Other than that, I, I, at, right after that, I'm like, fuck this thing. I need to, to rest my brain. Babe, let's watch Narcos. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been watching Narcos all day yesterday. Like, we barely took a break to eat dinner. And then right as we woke up this morning, we had uh, we had breakfast and then right back at it. Wow. We finished it today. Okay. Ten hours of TV. Man. <laughs> it's fucking brutal. 
But it's so fucking interesting. Yeah. Like that whole scene of gunfights going on, you know, murders, uh, just d- destruction, mayhem, stuff you only see happen in movies. It, this actually happened yeah. in the 80s and early 90s. It's fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see season one? I haven't watched any of Narcos. Like, oh, man. So I, have, I have a really hard time with TV shows, period. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so. That makes sense. I don't so, know. watching Narcos, it takes place in Colombia, mm-hmm. and uh, me and Jess looked up, actually Jess did it on her own, and I was shocked that three nights and a round trip ticket mm-hmm. to Colombia, $550. Are you serious? Yes. Well, there's probably a reason for that. Round trip. <laughs> we looked at pictures of the hotel. Very fucking nice. Very nice hotel. Like, <laughs> better than... You remember the dump we stayed at uh, in San Antonio? Yeah. Like, the two... They were kind of dumps. Uh, this place blows those out of the water. Yeah. It's like well, it was a, a very <laughs> nice hotel. <laughs> it was a Motel 6. I mean... Yeah, I mean... But how much was that Motel 6? It was kind of... like 100 bucks we, a yeah, night. Yeah, it was like... It was over 100 bucks a night, yeah. And this includes a fucking plane trip. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, you might be sitting next to some livestock. <laughs> But man, I just really like that you guys were like laying in bed watching Narcos and like, you're like, hmm, (laughs) what would it cost for us to, you know, travel to the vacation destination and home of Pablo Escobar? They have fucking Escobar tours. Are you serious? You can tour his uh, hometown and like all of his, uh, the hot spots of Escobar. Wow. That that is kind of cool. It kind of is. I'm in. If you think about the the uh, exchange rate on the dollar yeah. to, I don't know what, I guess Colombia is on uh, pesos? I, I don't know. I don't know either, but uh, it's got to be favorable. I mean, that, that 550 here must be thousands Maybe. over there. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. But man. Man. That's, I mean, let, I, I don't let's know. Let's do I, it. Let's take the show over there. That'd be cool. I mean, <laughs> I guess it, when you think about it, I mean, yeah, okay, it's, it's crazy because it's a drug trafficker, but really that's no crazier than like going to see a battle site, you know? I don't think. Well, it is Columbia, man. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not scared. Like just thinking about it, but I don't. I know nothing about it other yeah. than the bad shit that I've seen right. and heard. So uh, I'd like to educate myself before I buy the tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, pretty much my only experience with Columbia was in high school. There was a, a Colombian exchange student named Claudia, and she was nice. She was very grateful to be here. <laughs> no, I, I think she was like, I mean, it, it seemed like she was probably rich in Colombia. So, mm. I don't know. She, I think she was, she was pretty bummed to have ended up in Dayton, Texas, I think. <laughs> Sounds like a uh, high-profile witness maybe, relocation maybe so. program. Maybe so. Haven't seen her since. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll look into th- we'll have our staffers look into that if, if you're out there claudia send us drop us a line let us know you're okay rotw podcast at gmail.com <laughs> um i don't know man anything else uh nothing except i think i might be getting my names of Colombian exchange students mixed up <laughs> i think claudia was from amsterdam no <laughs> claudia's not an uh a European name. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. Her name was, yeah, her name was Claudia. There was, there was a, what was that other girl's name? I don't remember. Uh-oh. <laughs> Damn it, Brendan. Man. I, I thought you had a great memory. Yep, so did I. All right, let's go on to the news. <laughs> okay. We all know what time it is. It's time for the news. With Gabriel Dieter and friends.
Here we go. The news. Okay, so you haven't heard anything about the North Dakota Standing Rock Sioux um, fighting your people of the uh, my people. oil and gas industry. <laughs> my people. Uh, these aren't my people. I know. They're they're fighting against the pipeline. Yeah. And um, the latest thing that happened was uh, the oil and gas company could could be a, a bunch of them. I don't know. Um, hired uh, private security to guard the construction site, and they sicked dogs on these people. Wow. Supposedly. Now, since no mainstream media is covering this, mm -hmm. the media that is covering it is like, you know... Um, kind of more fringe. Left wing, yeah. kind of, yeah. Um, so There's an agenda. When, when stuff like that happens, I got to be really careful to make sure that I'm not feeding it. I'm not buying into their story wholeheartedly right. so i don't i don't know exactly what went on but mm -hmm. uh supposedly a bunch of people were bitten by dogs right including a horse wow um i don't know man it's hmm. uh it's strange uh i don't the the story i read other than the uh animal bites the the dog bites um they were trying to get an injunction against the pipeline because when they were building the pipeline they discovered a bunch of uh burial sites right and they just bulldozed up oh, those burial no. sites but those the the Dakota Indians the the Sioux didn't even know that those sites were there supposedly right. I mean this is the way the story was written so it's real fuzzy what exactly is going on but uh, if you take it at face value that's pretty fucked up yeah I mean I don't know you would you would think that you know just just by virtue of the fact that they found remains at all they should have to stop for a little while and at least figure out what's going on before they continue the project yeah yeah I mean I mean that's the way it, that's the way it was written I'm real fucking sketchy man because it was it was posted by the anti-media yeah uh and like man i just can't can't trust those guys yeah are you subscribed to them no i had to unsubscribe them <laughs> like good for you, good yeah, for you. I, I i have unsubscribed to virtually every any news site of any leaning it's crazy man yeah like there's so much propaganda put out by um just independent media yeah uh, and just all sides it's all sides it's very confusing mm. um uh, I read an article that said the giant disgusting pandas are no longer endangered in China. The giant disgusting pandas? Yeah, that's, that's my that's my take on it. Uh, oh, I okay. I don't like giant pandas. Why not? Because um, they're fucking gross, man. Why are they gross? They're pandas. They got big red shitty asses. What? They're just filthy fucking animals. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe maybe I'm buying into the anti-media slant of Man. things, but uh, <laughs> I didn't realize you had such strong <laughs> anti-panda feelings. I'm just not into them. I mean, they're they're cute as uh, babies, but once they're all grown up, they're just fucking dirty. <laughs> um, yeah, if you look at a panda's fur and it's not white, that's because they piss and shit all over themselves. <laughs> Oh my god. It's fucking weird. <laughs> or maybe they're just sitting in dirt. Maybe they, maybe it's just because the only pandas you've seen have been in captivity. Mm, that's possible. They're pretty much just living in their own they're filth. They're just inbred, uh, maybe, retarded. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not by choice. Uh, you, mean, might, you might have you know? something there, Brennan. Um... <laughs> 
Next, uh, <laughs> Roddy Piper's Cause of Death was uh, officially released. Yeah. Um, he had a blood clot in his lungs due to chronic high blood pressure. Wow. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Crazy, but not at all surprising. No, not at, not surprising no, at all. I mean, uh, that dude. I listened to his podcast. It was very entertaining. It was great. It was super funny. You listened to yeah, it? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, like, it was great. Mm. Uh, who? Steve Simone was on there. Yeah. He, he was his co-host for a long time. He had Ric Flair on there, and like it was, it was always like really entertaining. Like just a bunch of dudes just telling crazy and stories. And he still, he still kept it kayfabe. Like yeah. he still called it fighting. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> just still kept all the '80s stuff alive. You yeah. know? Yeah. Like, it was a, it was, uh, it was a mix of of truth and the fantasy of of his character yeah and like i think that that's something that's like really gone from wrestling now is like i i liked in 80s wrestling how it was kind of it was always kind of janky and low budget and kind of you know like everybody knew it was kind of a put on but like you loved being put on yeah and now it's just such a kids yeah it's just now it's such a production you know yeah well now it's for it's still for kids yeah but it's for it's entertainment for adults yeah it's for the kids that grew up with it's like comic book movies are the way that is now right you know it's just and i can't i cannot stand to watch it like because i watch like uh i watch real fighting Mm -hmm. yeah as as entertainment right and uh when i see wrestling (laughs) it's like the worst uh like there's no there's no real techniques about it Mm -hmm. and it's like uh it's 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 like clown school you know it's like total circus stuff it's like a drunk and that's fine (laughs) that's fine i appreciate it for being that yeah but when when you're trying to sell me that someone's getting beat up, mm. it just looks ridiculous. To yeah, me, you know, um, I don't know. I don't know. But I, when you're punching someone and stomping your foot at the same time, yeah, <laughs> uh, really, it really just is ridiculous. Yeah. When's the last wrestling you watched? Last wrestling I watched? Oh God, I don't even. I, it may have been like the late '90s. Like, yeah. I guess that would have been like kind of Stone Cold Steve Austin era. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't watch it like seriously. Uh, the Attitude Era. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. I, I don't really know. Uh, Stone Cold has a really entertaining podcast. Too. Does he? Mm-hmm. Huh. It's uh, whenever Piper ended his podcast, I switched to mainly Steve Austin's, and yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, like he's just living a normal life, you know. That's interesting. He's retired. He has his TV projects that he does, and his tiny, uh, you know, Steven Seagal type movies that he does yeah and uh that's it other than that he's fucking retired he like goes to his ranch mm-hmm. when he's not shooting tv and and it's funny that he talks about his ranch and and uh you know all the work that he puts in it but you google his you google steve austin's ranch yeah it's just a giant mansion yeah. in the middle of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome it's crazy like that's what i would do if i was rich <laughs> why not yeah just why not Become completely self like completely self sufficient and wait for civilization to collapse. <laughs> well, we're getting to that. Uh, there is a new bacteria uh, discovered growing in fracking wells. Yep, and they're calling it fracking back bacter. Fracking bacter. Fracking bacter. Yeah, that's wow. what it's called. That's um, scary. Sounds like something. That so, sounds like it has a German accent. <laughs> fra- fracking back. Fracking back. Uh, so I'm wondering if. The bacteria was underground growing, or if they, if the environment for the the gases and liquids, yeah, uh, were just perfect for growing bacteria, yeah. just like 
exposure to the air mixed with whatever was down there just created the perfect storm to create life. Yeah. You know? It's fucking crazy, man. It's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, so the article I read was pretty benign. Like they, they were just, you know, mm. it was interesting yeah. to the writer of the article. Mm. But then I started to think about it and I'm like, are we making uh, our future destruction? <laughs> like, you know, it's possible. Cause I mean, think about it. What we're doing, like every single one of us, you know, we go to the, we go to the gas pump, we put gas in our car. Mm-hmm. That gas is, that gas is eventually burned, you know, combusted, emitted as fumes. And now we have, now it's airborne. Yeah. Whatever, whatever that thing is, right. like whatever remains of it is now airborne and we breathe it. Right. So, you know, we have to mention when you pump gas into your car, what was it? Uh, a fluoro camera or something like that um it measured uh it measured gas yeah you probably use them at work right like there's no monitor like that anyway this camera was pointed at a gas pump right Mm. and this person was putting gas in their car and what you don't see when you're pumping your gas that's invisible to us yeah. but this camera picked it up just plumes of fumes yeah, just and like gases a were like yeah. and i'm like oh my god no wonder people are getting cancer <laughs> yeah. it's fucking crazy uh i mean you can't smell asbestos right you know? it's like there's toxic shit everywhere that that you're unaware of and uh that's just one of them i don't know and it's every every day you have to deal with that yeah. um speaking of bacteria uh the fda has ordered antibacterials removed from soaps yep so thanks germaphobes we're all gonna <laughs> die now whatever fracking <laughs> bacteria uh gets leaked into the atmosphere um we'll have no defense against it um i don't know man uh it's it's been it's been known for a while that antibacterial soap is what breaks down the the healthy flora right. on your skin making your skin susceptible to you know super bugs and right. stuff like that um so that's probably a good thing yeah i mean and it also ties into you know usage of antibiotics like how that's creating you know yes. things that are you know, resistant to that and uh-huh. you know it's, it's uh, uh, human beings just aren't meant to intervene sometimes I think we, we were better off with the germs that we had before we started fighting them <laughs> oh my god maybe not <laughs> polio uh, well know. you know um uh, <laughs> you know polio is not a germ no. But, uh, no, I know what you mean. Um, I don't think antibacterial soap was a benefit. No. And I don't think, hopefully they're going to do away with the, uh, the antibacterial hand mm, sanitizer. sanitizer yeah. Cause that shit's terrible for you. Right. Like it doesn't even kill the bacteria on your hands. Supposedly it just like creates a barrier. Right. And you wash it off later. Hmm. That's, that's the way I understand it. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, that's crazy, crazy germ shit. Um, let's see what else. Oh, uh, sorry to go political, but, um, I read an article (laughs) that, uh, Clinton staffers destroyed devices with hammers. Yeah. Um, before the FBI could, uh, investigate those devices. That's what I would have (laughs) done. Yeah. Um, there was a debate between a Clinton supporter and a Trump supporter, mm. and they, they seemed like they weren't complete idiots. Yeah. Uh, but they were basically just trashing each other's uh, candidate, you know? Right. And it was like, I, I was, I was, I was eating it up because they were both telling us truth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, good God, both of these people are terrible. And they don't even realize 
that neither one of them are good. Neither one of them are better than the other. Right. And it's pretty much what I've been saying this whole time mm-hmm. since they started uh, running. But right. it's fucking crazy how oblivious people are to the other to the other side. Yeah. It's crazy. And I read something else that Clinton was like, if you go down the list, she's a, she's a neocon. Like, that's basically what she is. Yeah. And I don't know, strategically, I don't, I don't know how the Republican Party is going to fight against that, fight against themselves and the way they've been doing business for the past 20 years. I I just don't think that they are. (laughs) Why would they? Good point. I mean, they're they're about to get a Republican president, so it doesn't matter one way or the other. (laughs) That's true. That's very true. That's why the Koch Um, brothers are like, yay, okay, yeah, we we can deal with Hillary Clinton. They've always done that, though. They've always backed both candidates, I think. Not specifically. And like, but I mean, they've they've never outright come out and said, you know, that a Democratic candidate wouldn't be so bad for business. Right. And they totally have this election cycle. That's true. You know, that's true. Man. I'm I'm glad we're doing this, Brennan. Are you? At least we're on record. Uh, so when the secret police come, <laughs> what's so secret about them? Uh, they'll just manufacture. We see your van out there. <laughs> You're not as inconspicuous with your surveillance equipment. Um, flowers by Ingrid, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, North Korea has fired three ballistic missiles. Um, like they do. That's a headline. <laughs> uh, I don't, I didn't read the story. I don't know where they fired those ballistic missiles. Uh, I'm just assuming they just ran out of gas and crashed. They probably went into the water and everybody got mad. Like yeah. the last 50 times this has happened. I'm surprised they got them off the ground. Yeah. Well, good for North Korea. At least they're going to defend themselves against their fucking made-up <laughs> enemies. Uh, I read I read an article about um, North Korean defectors, mm. and this one in particular got away, and now he is disseminating propaganda against the uh, across the border. Yeah, like he'll he'll launch thousands of balloons with uh, flash drives and uh, flyers. Wow, and just bombard. That's interesting. The their society with the truth. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Yeah. Because over there, they think that people here have lives worse than they do. Right. (laughs) Which they are like pretty much, well, they're starving and uh, they're not free to do what they want. Right. And the fucking, uh, wasn't the defense minister just uh, executed by anti-aircraft Yeah. (laughs) That's fucking crazy. But see, that could be propaganda too. Who knows? (laughs) That's true. Who knows? I That's mean, true. Well, I don't know, man. The what I, I think he was executed by anti-aircraft guns, but the reason that he was executed was him falling asleep during a meeting. That could be propaganda. I see that as being more possibly propaganda. I don't know. Actually, it started out as him having bad posture at a <laughs> at a meeting. <laughs> And I'm like, okay. And then I read that he fell asleep, so I don't fucking know. Yeah. I think maybe, like, North Korea has the same kind of chairs that we do. Oh, yeah. That's part of the problem. Most likely. (laughs) Oh, no backs. Yeah. So, have you been following the Earth, uh, the Oklahoma earthquakes? Uh, Vaguely. Uh, Pretty much all I know is that it's because of fracking. Well, (laughs) the jury's still out on that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not. Um, So this earthquake was felt in Texas. Yeah. Texas is not known for experiencing earthquakes. No. Uh, We 
probably don't even have infrastructure Mm-mm. to deal with earthquakes. No. <laughs> um, I'm kind of worried about that. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> uh, the house that I live in <laughs> was made in 1956, mm. I believe. Uh, I don't think that... I mean, there was no design even thought about no. to uh, withstand any kind of earthquake. There was a, a plant explosion, you know, maybe five miles away, mm-hmm. and it, it fucked this neighborhood up. Did it really? Like, my, my granddad's house shifted on its foundation wow uh the sheetrock mm-hmm. throughout the whole house i mean not every piece of sheetrock cracked but his ceiling just has this giant piece of it that's like wow just broken into pieces man and it's all over the house you know there's cracks everywhere yeah um and that happened from the shockwave of this fucking explosion wow so if an earthquake were to hit like this area yeah that has no engineering to support that mm-hmm. i hope i uh, i don't know and considering the amount of hydraulic fracking that happens in this area we're due for it there's fracking in this area yeah dude really yeah <laughs> i didn't know that uh well I, I'm, I'm afraid to go too much farther into detail <laughs> but <laughs> come on let's have it well, I mean, just considering my place of employment, I can say that I have directly seen <laughs> like several hydraulic fractionators being built um, and operational. Really? And may or may not have maintained them. Wow. <laughs> I, I had no idea. Uh, yeah. I thought we just processed oil that came no, from the... I, there's natural gas all over the place down here wow like that's that a lot of a lot of these refineries are not you know just refining oil and gas a lot of them are extracting from the ground natural no gas. shit yeah huh i might move up my timetable for getting the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah uh something to think about i don't know man that's that's uh that is something to think about thank yeah. you thank you for letting me know that <laughs> Um, I don't know when you found now, this out, but and now that's on camera on the internet. <laughs> yep, we'll uh, we'll get we'll get our PA to uh, blur out your face on these episodes. Maybe not. <laughs> Bitch and Brennan Birch. Um, let's oh, see. God. An asteroid has been named after Freddie Mercury because why he, the hell not? <laughs> he would have been seventy today. Mm-hmm. Um, asteroid one one seven four seven three was uh, discovered in nineteen ninety one. And uh, good for him. Yeah. He's not around to enjoy it, but I'm sure he would have been pretty happy with that. Yeah. Who doesn't want an asteroid named after them? It's pretty cool. Uh, not everybody gets to have that. Yeah, you, you, that's usually like an honor reserve for like supervillains. You know? Yes. And they usually have a base on, on, yeah, on like that shaped asteroid. Yeah. Shaped like a skull. Yeah. That'd be really cool if it was or just a... shaped by their own face. Yeah. Just an asteroid of Freddie Mercury's face <laughs> on it. <laughs> um, want to break free? <laughs> Last piece of news. After over 30 years of being, actually, probably, I think exactly 30 years Mm -hmm. of being split up, the original Misfits had a show. They did. Over the weekend. Against all odds. Against all odds. Pulled it together. Uh, The footage I saw from the show... Which I hope to God they fucking actually filmed a documentary around this because it would be so fun to watch. Yeah. Um, it, it looked great. Mm-hmm. It looked and sounded good. Yeah. Like, you know, the footage I saw was from ca- a camera phone, from a phone. Right. But uh, it sounded badass. Mm-hmm. It sounded like the it sounded like the, the 90s version of the Misfits because that's, you know, just Doyle and, and Jerry only. Right. But Danzig was singing. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what everybody wanted to see back then. Right. And now, you know, they're probably on the very edge of... But I can't even say that, because they're not... That show showed no signs of them going downhill right. whatsoever. Yeah, the footage I saw was like, it was just solid. His voice was there. The playing was there. The stage presence yeah. from all three original members was there. It was really exciting to see. Um, they got one more date. There's going to be another uh, Riot, Fest, uh, Riot Fest date in uh, Chicago, is it? Mm-hmm. And... Hoping for a tour. I don't think... Well, I don't know. Can't say now, because, I mean, that show went off so well. The fact that that show even happened is a miracle. Yeah. You know? I Like, we were talking about this months ago, and I was convinced that it would fall apart before they even got here. Yeah. Yeah, so... Well, we're pessimistic people, in general. Well, I mean, history has dictated... Yes. That all pattern. life is terrible. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Revenge of the World for a reason. Um... It was funny, the picture I saw of Danzig and Jerry only uh, taking a picture together, uh-huh. if you'll notice, uh, they were almost, they were touching, yeah. you know, they're, they're close, Jerry's costume was touching Glenn's <laughs> arm, and uh, they did not embrace each other like by yeah. putting their arms around each other, they had their hands on their hips, and they were just leaning in, Yeah, and I was like, oh, those aren't friends <laughs> that are no. having fun together. Those uh, those are not genuine smiles. Well, this whole thing came about like whenever they were like renegotiating all the stuff for the merchandising and stuff. Really? Yeah. Like I, I guess it was like back in January. Like they were having like a meeting with their lawyers and stuff, and then this opportunity came up, and they talked about it there, and were able to sort it out and make it happen. Right. So that was probably a stipulation on Jerry's part. Yeah. Because he's the one that's going to carry on after this, mm-hmm. and he probably got a good deal out of yeah. it. Yeah. And Glenn probably got a big chunk. I'm of I'm sure money he got paid. Yeah. Uh, Give us a tour. Uh, At least come to Houston. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Uh, it'd be fun. I'd I'd, like those. That's the only conditions under which I'd ever pay to see the Misfits again. Yeah. You know, I'd go see Michael Graves uh, just because he did good. He He, did well. He did well. Yeah. He he puts on a show. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Anything else? That's all I got for the news. You want to ask some friend questions? All right. Let's do that. Okay, uh, you want to go first, Brennan? Okay, uh, this was actually asked of us last week. I got a bunch of questions from last week that we didn't hit to, so we're, awesome. we're going we're gonna to pull a bunch of those. Uh, let's see. Christopher Steininger asks, uh, what is a bro... Next question. Just <laughs> uh, we love you. Okay, let's see. What is a bro, and what are the qualifiers? Same criteria and question for hipster. What is a bro? You know, I don't know if I've ever even encountered an official bro. Like, do bros... Bros don't know that they're bros. Bros don't go out trying to be bros. I think they do. Do they? I think so. I think I think that... I don't know. I, I would define a bro as being uh, an overly confident male uh, that has very, like, homogenized interests. You know, they're typically kind of football people, you know, like football and, you know, whatever music is on the radio and, you know, go to the gym. I would think <laughs> that seems like I don't know. So just, just like kind so, of, bros is like a term for a normal person. It's kind of kind of like a normal annoying alpha male. I would think mm, that, okay. that's that's kind of how I would define it. But interesting, and um, I don't know. It just seems like a category that you would create for someone that doesn't really fit into another category yeah it's it's just kind of like a kind of a a basic jock kind of thing i would think but Mm -hmm. you know yeah you can be a good person and be a bro totally yeah yeah i've met a lot of nice bros it's it i don't know it seems like a a derogatory term to me yeah i think it has become and you know i I think likewise with you know kind of hipster as well 
Yeah. You know, it's it's used as in a term of abuse, but uh, I don't know. I don't really care. <laughs> to well, be honest. To me, to me, a hipster is a term of someone with no substance. Yeah. Maybe like a person that's trying to appear as a creative person that probably isn't, maybe. Um, I guess. I, I really don't know. Yeah. I mean I mean usually whenever I think of a hipster it's just a younger person than me that knows about things that I don't know about. You know? <laughs> like yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I just never thought of a a hipster as someone that had genuine things going for them. You know, like yeah, genuine interests. That uh, I don't know. It's like hipster is the new term for poser. That's accurate to me. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I don't know. All right, what do you got? Uh, James Lenoir's asks favorite odd flavor combos. Odd flavor combos. Uh, I remember. I think it was. Uh, might have been Jack of the Box had like that. It was like a maple bacon milkshake. Wow. You know, I was about to say uh, potato and ice cream. Like uh, like a potato chip. Or no, French like fries. A French fries and ice cream. Yeah, French fries yeah. and a frosty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's good. That's good delicious. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not healthy. No, terrible. <laughs> it's like one of the worst things you really could probably strange, eat. delicious taste. Yeah. He also asks, uh, alternate universe you? Total bro. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I don't know. Somebody obsessed with uh, fitness? <laughs> <laughs> this would be a completely different podcast if, if we were both bros. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> there would just be a bunch of weights behind us. <laughs> <laughs> be like a Texas flag or some shit. Yeah. A&M. A&M. A&M flag behind us. Um, okay let's see this is from uh dom moore the question is is reality actually real good question um some scientists think not yeah i, th- I think we're pretty pro simulation theory around here at this yeah, point right it's very interesting to me yeah um, i'm not pro simulation theory because that would mean all of our lives were meaningless pretty much well all of our lives or, are meaningless pretty much <laughs> or maybe they're just uh i don't know maybe they're just contributing to the overall um experience of the whole well- I mean, I kind of going back to all of our lives being meaningless, <laughs> I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. I think if your life is meaningless, you're free to do whatever you want. You know, that's great. It's one way of looking at it. <laughs> you know, I think we're, we would be lucky to have meaningless lives. Yeah. Huh. Man, that just, that Ayn Rand stuff just really <laughs> pushed you over the edge. <laughs> uh, I haven't been reading it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see what else do we got um one more question from james uh best worst way for the end of human life on earth mm, okay zika virus uh 100 saturation just creates a lot of pinhead people well that's not the end of <laughs> and then we cease to uh breed yeah I, I, w- I would just think like just a flash that like you know immediates Im- immediately sucks all of the oxygen off the planet where we all just fall down dead immediately no mm. suffering no because I, I i just don't want it to be a long protracted thing i don't want it to be you know a nuclear war and then a mad max scenario where we live for you know maybe a hundred years and it's just like a drawn out suffering fighting for your life every single day i just want to drop yeah dead. but you're not gonna be here for that you're gonna die with the other 95 percent of people in the first week you know well that's still not good that's still like you Come have to on. be like those people are gonna be murdered you know Horrible things are going to happen to people that die if, like, the if the economy were to collapse, like, worldwide, and just money became meaningless, there's no plan in place, 
you know, we're just left to fend for ourselves after that. Like, that is the worst possible scenario, mm. especially because considering, you know, the distribution of wealth in this country and like, you know, the people that were very wealthy in life that have prepared, they're going to be way ahead of the game. They're going to have guns. They're going to have weapons. No, gonna- man, we're going to go take that shit from them. You think so? Yeah. You think you're going to get into that tower? uh yeah probably no it's 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 a bad situation that's why i'm just hoping for like a complete absence of oxygen one second to the next where we all independently just drop dead instantly okay that's a bleak outlook for the apocalypse brennan (laughs) i'm more of a glass half full of fracking oil uh let's see lee yan has asked if you could pick three things to splice together what would they be hmm Maple syrup, bacon, and a milkshake. God damn it, <laughs> Are you hungry or something? I kind of am. Um, hmm, a gorilla werebear. <laughs> okay, well, let's break that down a little bit. <laughs> because, okay, so what is the head? Is the head a bear, a gorilla, or a werewolf? Um, the head would be probably a mix. Just a complete mix <laughs> oh, of everything. Like I know, I know what you're thinking. Like uh, maybe a gorilla's body, a wolf head, and bear paws. I don't know, right. something like that. But I'm thinking more of along the lines of like, uh, like each body part <laughs> is just a mix. Just a giant furry animal that looks all beat up, like a 82 cutlass or something. <laughs> just a mangled ball of flesh. <laughs> no, uh, I'm saying like, you know, okay, go for the head. It's uh, it's got. It's got wolf eyes, uh, gorilla intelligence. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, uh, bear jaw. I don't know. Wow. Something like that. <laughs> That's terrible. Maybe uh, a poor animal. <laughs> maybe uh, the gorilla has gorilla hands with bear bear claws and uh, wolf paws. You know what I'm talking about? But, it's a complete mixture of the three. That just seems like a total mess of internal organs, though, you know? <laughs> well, you don't have three kinds of internal I, organs. Because, I mean, a werewolf heart is not going to support a gorilla body. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's too many factors here that could go wrong. I'll, I'll draw it after the show. All right. Okay, I got one. Uh, this is the last question I have is from Stephen Wigington. Uh, when you were a wee lad and Halloween 3, cam- uh, Halloween 3 came out, how pissed were you that it didn't have Michael Myers? To this day, I haven't been able to sit through the entire movie. I was pretty disappointed as a kid. Yeah. Uh, because Halloween 1 had Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Halloween 2 had Michael Myers. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch? Okay. Yes. Uh, what What is Mike Myers going to do to a witch? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing, because he wasn't in it. Yeah. Uh, strange. Well, I didn't see uh, Season of the Witch until I was an adult already. Okay. And I had already seen, like, uh, Night of the Creeps and, like, other movies that Tom Atkins was in, Escape from New York and things mm-hmm. like that. So I was already, I was always, my, the way that I saw it was it was just, like, this weird kind of, like, pulpy grindhouse horror movie, and it was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It was different, and, you know, so I, I, I wasn't super married to the fact that, oh, Michael Myers isn't in it. Because I kind of knew the backstory about how they were going to try to have Halloween become an anthology series after that, you know? Did you? Yeah, because I, mean, I was already an adult, you know? Mm. And I was always already kind of a movie nerd, and, you know, I just hadn't seen Halloween 3 for whatever reason. Okay. And then, you know, after I found out about it, you know, I thought it was interesting, and I watched the movie and really liked it. Mm. So my relationship to it was completely different than what a lot of people had. Because, like, people that like, watched those movies as they came out, they were just like, the hell, where's Michael Myers, you know? Yeah. And I, I can totally see that, because it's, it's clearly supposed to be a Halloween movie. And the rest of the movies after that all have Michael wires as well they just didn't run with that concept at all and they didn't go back to that storyline yeah they never really explained the whole shamrock mask thing but i don't know i have no idea what you're talking about because i didn't watch the movie well 
I wish that like uh I don't know like if if ha- Halloween three just wasn't a Halloween movie mm-hmm. like if it was just a movie on its own I think that like a lot of people a lot of people would appreciate it more yeah you know I, th- I think it would get more it's due kind of in the canon of like you know weird cult movies but yeah you know, I think it started to you know in recent years but I, know, I-, I could understand why people were probably initially upset yeah well I was and Steve was yeah so and probably most people were yeah. Uh, thanks, Steve. Shout out Steve Wigington, a uh, longtime supporter of the show. Uh, let's see. You want to go in? Some, ugh, you want to go into some tinfoil tirade? Okay. All right. UFOs. See a ghost. Crazy unexplained shit. It's a tinfoil tirade. Okay, so apparently. <laughs> uh where okay where did i first hear this um it was on a podcast of comedians that that know who uh martin sheen Mm -hmm. the comedians were at a dinner with martin sheen and no it was uh michael moore really it was comedians at a dinner with michael moore and michael moore was talking about um OJ didn't really kill Nicole Brown and uh, Ron Goldman. It was his son. Okay. And and I was like, huh? No way. And uh, that made me look it up. And apparently, uh, Martin Sheen is creating a documentary about it, about how OJ didn't do it. Wow. He covered it up. Uh, he ran interference. He ran interference. <laughs> ran interference. God damn it. He ran interference. <laughs> You're more of a bro uh, than you know. <laughs> protecting his son. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, who, according to what was the website? Uh, the website was uh, blacksportsonline.com. I mean, there was so much evidence that points to his son, wh- whose name is Jason Simpson. Yes. Um, I mean, if you can, you read some of it. One thing yeah, was see. off. He was he was taking antipsychotic meds. Right. He was he was frequently medicated, and you know he's he's had a history of mental health issues. Uh, at one point, he almost killed his girlfriend with a knife. Um, he assaulted another girlfriend and. That let's see. He assaulted another girlfriend and came after his boss with a kitchen knife. Yeah, he was trained in hand-to-hand combat. Uh, I guess he went to the Army and Army and Navy Academy, so mm-hmm. he knew what he was doing with a with a knife. And they said Ron Goldman was a black belt in what Taekwondo or something like that. I don't know. Well, but he fought for his life. Right. And OJ had no bruising on his body. Mm-hmm. He just had like a small cut on his hand or right. something like that. And uh, the age of what OJ was at the time. You know, as you get older, you bruise a lot easier. Right. So if Ron Goldman, who was, you know, a lot younger. Right. He was in his 30s, I believe. If he wanted to fight someone, he's going to leave bruising on somebody, Mm -hmm. especially someone of OJ's age. Right. So just strange. And there was also like a knit cap that was found uh, that had uh, hairs and dog hair, dog hair and, and human hair, human hair. Uh, let's see. The DNA that was found under Nicole's fingernails didn't match OJ's. There was a storage, uh, a storage locker that was owned by Jason that had a knife that fit the description of that would have fit the puncture wounds that were right. at the scene. Uh, there were unknown fingerprints at the scene. Uh, let's see. There was a criminal defense lawyer that was hired for Jason like four days after the murders, even though he wasn't even a suspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, 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 there's, there's a pretty good. There's a, there's a stack of evidence there. So what was the evidence of him, like his psychotic his psychotic breaks? He, he had been hospitalized several times yeah. because uh, his behavior was really erratic and sometimes violent. Right. And he was, uh, at the time of the murder, he had been off his meds for a couple months. Right. Which, I mean, I'm, I'm not an expert, but people that 
get on meds, get on them for a reason. And uh, when they're off, they do strange. Yeah, when you go off, it's a big difference. Yeah. yeah I can say that from experience. It's a, it's a bad scene, yeah, brother. It is. Um, anything else on that? Uh, that's pretty much all the... Uh, well, Jason has no alibi. Yeah, he has no alibi. I mean, supposedly there was a there was a time card written at his place of employment, which is like a restaurant. It was handwritten. It was handwritten. While, uh, I mean, the automatic timekeeping that they normally use at the restaurant was active and working at the time. Right. Uh, supposedly he was angry that his stepmom was supposed to have showed at the restaurant that night, but didn't. Uh, yeah, there's there's just a lot that's worth looking at, at least. Yeah. Um, Man. Did, did you think that we, we, we would be talking about this, like, all no, these No, last week, we were, yeah. we were asked, you know, did OJ do it? Yeah. And we were, like, 100% of course he did. Yeah. confident that he did it. And now, just out of coincidence, I came across this article, I sent it to you, yeah. and it completely cast doubt on, on right. my version of reality. Yeah. I mean, just just as a society, we've all pretty much decided, you know, the sky is blue and O.J. Simpson killed his wife. Right. You know? So, and oh, man. It, it's a, it presents an interesting case. I'm, I'm really interested to see the documentary. I want to see the, the movie. They, I want to see the Narcos of oj simpson well there there is that series. uh that espn uh 30 for 30 that just came out it's like seven hours long or whatever yeah i, yeah. I really want to see that okay cool yeah we need to track that down yeah let's do that um tinfold tirades brought to you by lonestarbuttons.com um brennan do you know about lonestarbuttons.com uh i really don't why don't you tell me you about don't it? No. after all this no. time, after all this you time know nothing. i usually just blank out Any, anytime you're not talking to me you I'm, just I'm space just, I'm out, spacing and, out look, and looking at my into, phone yeah uh lonestarbuttons.com is a small business owned by one man that man is adam stimpy jones what he's a very nice dude uh he creates any design you send him he can turn that into a custom pin on button any design you say uh, i mean as long yeah why not really as long as it's round <laughs> uh he offers his products in multiple sizes and shapes um he has tons of experience easy to work with um mention the show and he'll throw in some extra buttons uh his prices are from like literally the year 2000 so he's probably the best game anywhere you know he yeah. really need he really is behind on change changing his prices you're getting a fucking great deal plus he's gonna throw in some extra if you mention the show um tell him gorag sent you blame it on that guy um you can contact lone star buttons at info at lone star buttons.com through email uh or you could call him old school like at 281-798-1996 tell him revenge of the world sent you and you want to suck in his hairy tits Brennan, we got anything else? Uh, nothing much. Let's see. We got our social media. I guess we could plug all that, right? Do that. Okay. We got at ROTW podcast on Instagram, uh, at Revenge of the World on... Tw- no, it's at Revenge of the World. I-, I have all this backwards, don't I? I don't know. It'd probably be better to plug the website. Yeah, we got the the website. It's revengeoftheworld.com. It's all, you can pretty much get to everything from there, right? Yeah, it's a big old hub to yeah. get to all of our individual and group projects. All your Revenge of the World needs. Mm-hmm. We're all about meeting your needs. You better uh, believe it. Meeting needs done dirt cheap. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's get the fuck out of here. Good idea. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. Gently go fuck someone.